Well, everyone, for those that don't normally tune in, this is Brad. I'm Jordan. We're going to get I'm started. I'm Kim, not Brad. That's not true. <laughs> Take off your mask. <laughs> Brad, you lost a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah, I didn't eat the donuts that <laughs> you Brad too. ate today. <laughs> yeah, Brad had so much <laughs> junk food today. <laughs> so Brad and Barb bring donuts the first Thursday of every month mm -hmm. for staff meeting. Yep. And I'm sure Brad had two before we all arrived. Right. And then he had two throughout the day as well. Yep. So. And then I made him some hot chocolate. And then you made <laughs> Did you really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. All right. So, hey, everyone, if this is your first time tuning in, we like to start off with a brain teaser. And so I get to ask you, my wonderful mother, for those that don't know, this is my mother. She raised me. Bless her heart. <laughs> um, and so if you don't like me... <laughs> and blame her. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to ask you a question about anteaters. Anteaters. Okay. Yes. Do you know what an anteater is? Yes, I do know What's what it an is. What's an anteater? An anteater is an animal that eats ants. <laughs> wow. That was not your question. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. How many anteaters? That was not the right How many ants? How many ants does an average anteater eat every day? Hmm. I am going to say... 2,000. You're not even close. Higher? Times it by 15. 15, exactly. Yeah. 30,000? 30,000 <laughs> ants a day. As soon as they get to 30,000, they stop. Wow. No, Almost like Brad and his donut. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true at all. We're making fun of Brad a lot today, but that's okay. <laughs> so, hey, everyone. Welcome to Generationally Speaking. My name is Jordan. I am the Young Adults Pastor here at Crossbridge. And to my left, your right, is Kim Chitwood. The woman, the women, and the women. <laughs> I was going to say the man, the myth, this the legend, but bad. that doesn't work. No. <laughs> Hello. This is Kim Chitwood. She is our Next Steps pastor here at Crossbridge and also in charge of our care team, our prayer team, and basically our encouraging team. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the only one that does it here. But, hey, we are so glad to have you, Kim. Great. I'm not going to call you Kim tonight. I'm going to call you Mama. Thank you. I appreciate this that. This is my Mama. From stage, I usually have to call her Kim because we have new people that are here. But you know us well enough here, and if you don't, just imagine that's Brad sitting to my left, <laughs> calling Brad Mama. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Mama, why don't you tell us what we are talking about tonight? Okay, great. So there's something that I thought I, I was my, uh, my brain. Oh, yeah. Huge <laughs> brain um, thought that I, I had. You know, this that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was brilliant. You thought this topic was I so clever. I thought it was brilliant. I thought, oh my goodness, I'm the only you one. You thought you were the only one in the whole world. This phrase. Exactly. I thought, you know what? I want, <laughs> you know, everyone was thinking of a new word of the year, yep, and I decided word. my word would be vision. And I'm yep. like, ah, oh, it's the year 2020. How <laughs> about 2020 vision? Oh, you thought you were so brilliant. I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to like. Get that out there. You need there. to copyright that. Yeah, we need <laughs> people to know. Nobody's ever going to figure this out, the 2020 vision. And yeah. so we recognize that every single church yes. and their mother have yes. done a series <laughs> on, 2020 on 2020 vision. vision. But this is something that I know you're really passionate about. And as yes. soon as you coined this phrase <laughs> in your mind, uh, you were really excited about it. And so we wanted to talk about it just one week. Wanted to bring uh, my mother on, Kim, our next steps pastor, to talk about 2020 vision. And so why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about um, what where 2020 vision came from. You said you coined it, but where did this come from? What does it mean to you? Why is it so important? Right. And, and here's the deal. I didn't, like, think of it and then Clearly. 
<laughs> the rest and of the world did. <laughs> and then figure out, like, how I was going to fit stuff into that. Yeah. Um, like most people do with the Bible. Like most people do with the Bible. <laughs> they find the verse <laughs> and then they try to fit stuff in. Right. Oh, that was uh, an attack. All right. Okay. But on. anyway, so uh, several months ago, I started running again or um, trying to run again. And, and when I was out running... I um I spend a lot of time praying, <laughs> as you like to joke. Yes, you with do. Me about <laughs> when I run, and um, I pray a lot for wisdom. I I think wisdom is is vital to all of us. And <laughs> oh, sorry, carry on. <laughs> carry on. And uh, during that time, um, uh, the scripture that said uh, Psalm one hundred nineteen eighteen that um says, "Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instructions." kept coming over and over again in my mind. I felt like God was speaking mm. it to me and just, you know, open my eyes so I could see your wonderful truths. And it made so much sense because I was, you know, praying and, and asking God for wisdom. Yeah. But as I got praying about it and I felt like the Holy Spirit spoke to me more, it wasn't just about wisdom or um, as the verse talks about understanding scripture yeah. or his instruction it was actually starting to open my eyes to see like god sees so see other people like he sees see myself yeah. like he sees see um him mm -hmm. um in the right way um like i should see him and um and his word of course so it was um i started to think of the word vision or clarity mm. and saying i want that to be my word for next year so that when and then when it came up and I thought, oh, my gosh, oh, I'm brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, 2020. <laughs> you, um, need a, you need to promote this <laughs> and, and get this all over the media. I'm write a book. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to think of this. <laughs> Nobody's going to think of it. And so um, anyway, so that has been my my prayer. And I've really tried to dive in deeper to that. Yeah. And one of the things that really comes to my mind when we're talking about this topic, 2020 vision, what does it mean? I believe is it is it Brandon Heath that has the song "Give Me Your Eyes." Okay, mm -hmm. yes. so the song that came out like 15 years ago, yes. right around there. The "Give Me Your Eyes" for just one second. Give me your eyes so I can see everything about this world. Give me your love for humanity. It's just so cool, and I think that's kind of along the idea of where you ended up. You started out more so, God, give me the wisdom, give me the clarity and right. stuff, and it turned into God, give me your complete vision, your right. eyes of everything that exists around us. And I love that verse, the Psalm 119.18, that says, open my eyes to see the wonderful, wonderful truths in your instructions. And so uh, if you're watching with us today, um, maybe you are, you know, tuning in, you know, a little bit later, not live, either comment down below or send us a private message of what does 2020 vision mean to you? Because you've probably heard this yes. all over the place right now and right. probably had some time. You even might have thought that you were so brilliant that you to came up, come up with this phrase. So why don't you comment down below or send us a private message if you feel, if you feel more comfortable with that, letting us know what does 2020 vision mean to you. Right. And so uh, one of the things that we wanted to you know hit off of that was you said you started to then look for God I did. In every so, area of your life. So I was just like, okay, God, then then help me see you yeah. in, more clearly in, in every circumstance, in every person, in in myself, yeah. in my in my purpose, you know. And and the more that I that he opened my eyes to to, to look see like him, the more I realized there was so much more to learn and so much yeah, more to absolutely. see and that 
and that um, he really was trying to mold my heart like his, but it was going to take my lifetime. Oh, yeah. And the good news is is, I, is I've got my lifetime, and we've got our lifetime to be able to, to see like God sees. Yeah. And, and, and until we see him and we get to heaven and we're, we're with him face to face, that's going to be a lifelong journey. Yeah, and so Jeremiah 29, 13 says, if you look for me wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. you will find me. Mm-hmm. And I love the word wholeheartedly there because, again, I think like what you've hinted at is you can see God in millions and millions of different areas of your life. Right. And often what is so true about individuals is we have one or two things that we're really passionate about. Right. Okay. And it's so easy then for us to see God in those one or two areas. Yes. But God wants our whole heart. Yes, he the does. areas that we might not be so excited about yep. for us to place our 2020 vision and say, God, I want to see the entire world perfectly as you've created it. Right. And it seems like a huge load. It seems yeah. like a, a too big of a load to carry. But in reality, it's really not. Yeah. Because actually all he's doing is he's going, listen, all I'm going to do is going to like walk in front of you. It's almost like he's walking in front of us, letting us see things through him. Yeah. And it takes off some of the stuff that we've carried that we think is true that maybe really isn't. Yeah, and it even, it, it kind of brings beauty to ashes a little bit. Absolutely. Where you're able to see the suffering, you're able to see the brokenness, the trials, the tribulations, and able to say, hey, God, I know that this was not necessarily a part of your perfect plan when yes. you created Adam and Eve, okay? However, after the fall of humanity, you are using this brokenness for yep, your glory. Absolutely. And I think that's what Brandon Heave hints at in his song, Give Me Your Eyes, this concept, this this truth that mm-hmm. in poverty, God is still present. Yes. In brokenness, in suffering, in loss, in anxiety, depression, thoughts of suicide, God is still present. And something I had preached on a couple weeks ago is that's actually what Jesus hints a lot of, of what makes you blessed. Absolutely. Is having Absolutely. God's blessing Absolutely. is when you go through that. And, and you know, we've we've talked about our suffering and things yeah. we've gone through and still continue to go through. And, and, and so we're not sitting here going, oh, like we have it all together and everything's fine. We're actually saying we've we've lived in our living tough stuff and we can see beauty in it and we have seen beauty in it. It always isn't completely clear when when you're in the thick of it but um he promises if you continue to follow him and and strive to see like he sees he's going to show up in exactly really cool ways. and i love how you say that because it's almost almost impossible for us to see how he sees in the middle of the chaos yes i mean it's so true when we are watching other people go through suffering right where we are able to see what they can't right like hey i wish that you could see in yourself like what god sees in you right now because yes. As you're being dealt with different um, attacks, right. it makes sense why you feel like God's abandoned exactly. or why you're lonely or why you're struggling or, or whatever the case may be. And so that's why it's almost so important that we surround ourselves around individuals who are also trying to pursue yes. perfect vision. We need vision. their eyes as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so something I wanted to ask you, because we're talking about this concept, and, and on paper, 2020 vision sounds great. Right. But then you got people like me who still have glasses. Right. Okay. And I can't see, you know, my mother. <laughs> I can't see anything without them. And yeah. so there are still are distractions or things that stand in the way, um, different areas that prevent us from that perfect vision. Right. And I would argue that it's actually probably a little bit different for each generation. I absolutely agree. And we were talking about this a little bit earlier, and I was kind of like, 
it, it was really something to ponder. Yeah. Because I do think it's generationally different, but it also probably is a little different from person to person. Absolutely. Um, but there are things that I would say blind our vision. Yeah. Right. Things that um, that we have to almost muddle through or let other people speak truth to us about and go, hey, this is what I think you think you see it in yourself. It's not really true. Let yeah. me share this with you or about God or whatever. And um, and so, yeah, I think there are differences. And I I, I was thinking about how back in my day, that sounds like how back very, in your day. that sounds very old. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like? Back in my day. Years ago? <laughs> back Can I slap in Generation Boomer. <laughs> I, I am not a boomer. She's trying to convince me she's an ex. I am. You're probably somebody's ex, but you're not a boomer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All <laughs> you right. You mean to tell me you've never had an ex? Yes, I have exes, mm -hmm. but yes. Okay, but not, <laughs> I've not been married more than your daddy. So, anyways. Thanks for that. <laughs> I'm sure all of Facebook wanted to know. Everybody, my mother has only been married to my dad. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, back to being Comment serious. Comment down below, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, I just got thinking about, and it probably wasn't this way for everyone, but I, I feel like um, back um, when I grew up and even before that, uh, the way my parents grew up and their parents grew up, you didn't talk openly about mm. many things at all. I think yeah. a lot of things were kept very private either to yourself yeah. or in your family. You push things under the rug more, so to speak. And I remember when I had you guys, and we had you guys, and I thought, I want to be open. I want to talk about An everything. Open book. I want them to feel like they can share anything they want, and they can have their own opinion, which you I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> you definitely do. I'm the most stubborn and opinionated <laughs> person that I know. And actually, I would say all four of you have your own we opinions. We all do have a lot do, of opinions. You do verbalize them well. But I think verbalize <laughs> <laughs> them well. That is a nice way of saying. <laughs> but I say that because I feel like um, as we like kind of hid, we're more private people. We would only we would try to only display the things that looked good. Yeah. That um, other people could see as good, and so we expected other people to do the same. Mm. And so. If a sin was more outward yeah. that you could, you know, it was like, oh, my goodness, how dare they walk in the church or whatever, looking like that or dressing like that yeah. or talking like that. And so it has taken me a lot of time through the years to realize there are some blinders I've had on to where I've looked at the outward instead of the heart. And yeah. so my big prayer in the last few years and especially the last few months is saying god help me see the heart in people beyond anything else yeah and so that's cool that for your generation this this concept that you grew up being taught even and even probably the generation before you with the boomers of hey push it down etc even trying to put on a perfect persona yes. persona when life isn't perfect exactly. uh, and of course that's not true for every single one of you out there for my generation it's probably a little bit different actually a lot different I think the biggest blinder for us, for millennials, and then coming up with Gen Z is a, a few things. But the first, the biggest one is social media. Yes, um, absolutely. And we're using social media right now. It can be a positive platform, but social media also is extremely toxic. Right. And it has created what should perfection look like? What kind of personality mm -hmm. do I need to have? How many followers? How many friends do I have? How many Facebook likes? 
Twitter retweets, Instagram hearts, whatever it looks like. We search for so many others' approval. So there's a lot of untruths displayed. Exactly. But so you much. don't know. Like, you think it's real, but it may very likely not be real. So much so. And so I think that social media has probably been the biggest blinder for yes. my generation and the generations to come. And it's probably going to continue to get worse oh, as different yeah. platforms arise. Um, and so I'm interested to see, you know, generationally speaking, what's going to happen in the next 20, 30, 40 years for individuals um, with 2020 vision issues or whatnot. Exactly. Um, and we all live with so many natural blinders as well. Absolutely. Uh, things that are a part of us that um, so that's kind of our generational biases. Okay. Right. But then there's so many, you know, different areas um, that stand in our way. So not generationally speaking. Because um, you meet and you talk with a lot of individuals yes. and you pour into people. What are just some natural blinders that you see that individuals who are struggling to see the goodness of God, the 2020 mm -hmm. vision, what are some things that stand in the way? I think um, the number one thing that stands in the way is this 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 attitude that if, if God is good, why do bad things happen? Yeah. Yeah. And so if something bad happens to them or someone they love. Yeah. And then uh, then they think, OK, this then God isn't good and yeah. or God isn't real, then I have to absolutely dismiss him. And then what is, if, if he is real, then, then he must not really love me. Yeah. Or he's focusing on other individuals. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, or if you see suffering in other parts of the world, it's the same thing. Well, God, then you must, must not care about them. Or maybe, maybe they're bad people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like they, it's like, I feel like nowadays people want things to, to be so, um, it, it, they want an answer. They want an answer, and they yeah. want to understand on it. demand. Yeah, and and God is so unfathomable. If I could say unfathomable, <laughs> that is spelled U N F A T H O M hyphen U B L E. Ubble. Do we just kill the moment? Yes, we yes, killed. Yes, God is so unfathomable. He, he really is. He's so unfathomable. And there's a mystery to God. And like we said at the beginning, there are things that we are not going to be able to understand about God until we see him face to face. Yeah, absolutely. And so, but people nowadays, because they can get on the internet and find out just about anything, I think it, it, yeah. they want to... They want to have an answer for every single thing that they're going through and other people are going through, and they want it now. Yeah. And don't get us wrong. Loss, suffering, yes, it's hard. mental illness, um, watching other people struggle, poverty, that is probably one of the biggest questions. It is, is and none of us yes. can fully answer it. Yes, and like we said earlier, as we're going in the moment, all we want to do is scream at God. Right. Be like, God, so like, we're not holier than thou. We've no, been through it. And God's we go okay it. for us to do that. Exactly. And so the beauty of this 2020 vision is that our version of perfect isn't God's version of perfect. Right. Okay. We have this idea. Uh, I think there's – this is going to sound really weird. I think there's two types of perfect for, for us. Okay. One, I think, is this idea that nothing happens. Okay. Everything is good, glorious. We get the six-figure paycheck, the White House is picking right. fangs, the, the family, the expectations, no suffering. We're all going right. to die in our sleep when we're 90 years old. And holding and hands no with suffering. our loved holding ones. Holding hands with our loved ones. And then I think that God eventually wants heaven to be for us. Mm -hmm. But right now, God's idea, I would imagine, of perfect is what we see throughout all of the 66 books is this concept of suffering and yes. going through the trials, character development, 
so that we can lean on the one who is perfect. Absolutely. And you know what's interesting? I looked up 2020 vision, like optometrist. I think that's who do the glasses. Optometrist, <laughs> spelled O-P-T-O-M <laughs> hyphen I-T-R-I-S-T. Which is your favorite word that you've heard Kim say tonight? <laughs> Type in unfathom in the comments or optometrist in the comments. Let us know. You She'd are love to know. so bad. I know, I'm terrible. You are so bad. But <laughs> I looked it up. I looked on these sites. And, okay, 2020 is not as good as you can get. Really? You, you actually. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> My glasses aren't. I'm, yeah, carry so, on. So it, there are people that have, like, 2015 vision or people mm. who can see. It's like the distance that you can I see I feel like clearly. that's made up. It's it was a reputable site and I, I said feel like reputable someone just, just fine. Yes, it did. <laughs> reputable. I feel like someone just realized that twenty twenty vision wasn't as good as it got and instead of just changing the standard for twenty twenty vision, they started adding new no, phrases. It's it's uh, the distance. You have mm, to read the distance. See, I, I know a little <laughs> bit more than he does yes, on this. Yes, you one. do. <laughs> yes, but I'm the one with the glasses, so I'm right. All right. Uh, so here's what we want to do. Um I wanna ask you Two questions, okay? The first one is, how do we get there? Yeah, how do we? So how do we how put do we this get into to practice? How God sees? How do we yes. put it into practice? Some practical ways. What are some suggestions that you have? Well, um, you know, I got thinking about all this today and realizing that if we're we're going to see like God sees, then we've got to get to know God. I know that sounds silly, wow. but wow, it's crazy how practical <laughs> theology works. It's practical. Theology. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and I started thinking about Jesus. And if you look into the Gospels and you start to to study them and, and see how did Jesus see Scripture? Yeah. How did he use its Scripture? How did Jesus see other people? How mm -hmm. did Jesus see God himself? Yeah. And then Jesus, how did Jesus feel about himself? I think we can see that by the way he. Yeah acted and what his mission was and how he kept going so each one of those i kind of i went through and i, I started diving into that and and seeing a little bit more about it yeah so the first thing is kind of this check your filter i guess yes. check your filter check your vision first step practical way is how do you view others mm -hmm. how do you even view god how do you view yourself how do you view how <laughs> how do you view how you think god sees you sees you because i think I mean, especially with insecurities, individuals that struggle with um, feelings of worthlessness, what's the point, what's my life right. adding up to, how does God see you, and then in turn, can you see other people the same way? Exactly. And I think that's so powerful, especially in our world where we are so divided by politics and by different religions and yes. belief systems, um, different ideologies, philosophies, uh, you know, different areas. It all comes down to, though, we are still all from the same creator. Yes, and amen. if we can see people, if we can see individuals, not by what they believe, not by even how they act, mm -hmm. but by who their creator is in mm -hmm. that 2020 vision, it really kind of creates a peace inside of you. It's a freedom. It's so freeing. It's a freedom because it's less about me trying to make everything right. Yeah. And it's more about me just letting God do God. And, and me just loving people. Yeah, one of the pastors that uh, a few of us saw at Catalyst this year said, our job is to obey God and let him deal with the consequences. Yeah, and obeying me, meaning I'm going to see myself, 
see other people and exactly. see you the way you want me to. Exactly. And so the last question I want to end with tonight, can you believe it's already wow. almost 830? Last thing I want to end with tonight is this. What is a, because you love, we all we all love to pray, but my mother likes to pray a little bit more than the average bear. Yes, uh, and if bear? you have anything you want me to pray about, let me know. Yep, comment <laughs> or message down below, private <laughs> message. You can even just reach out to Kim herself yes. because she's the encourager in everyone. <laughs> what is a prayer, though, that you've been praying the last couple months and whatnot, or just this idea that you've placed on your heart and your everyday walk that I think individuals that are walking through, where do I start? How do I even wake up every day? What is something that they can pray? Yes, I think even before you get out of bed, it can be real simple, and you use that scripture. And when you take scripture and you pray scripture, it becomes like double powerful. Yeah. And so all you have to do is is use the scripture and say, um, God, open my eyes so I can see you today. Open my eyes yeah. so I can see with your vision today, so yeah. I can see others, so I can see myself, so I can see you, and I can see your word today. Yeah, open my eyes. I mean, mm -hmm. three open words my that eyes. I think are so powerful that if you could start your day every single day, if you're going into a stressful meeting, uh, one of my uh, New Year's resolutions this year was to listen first. Mm. I've done terrible at it, but I can always start <laughs> tomorrow, okay? Listen first, <laughs> this idea, that's where God, I'm saying, God, open my eyes to listen first. Yes. I'm not always right. Mm -hmm. everyone else is not always wrong because <laughs> sometimes my mindset is well if i'm not right then they're not right if i'm going down you're going down with me but i love that waking up today yeah open my eyes to whatever you have in store for me yep so Absolutely. hey thank you all so much for tuning in whether you're watching live with us later on in the video or listening on spotify and itunes wherever you are in your life you know we just want to invite you to take a step back from the chaos that life brings and to ask god to open your eyes today it can be so powerful and have revolutionary, um, you know, an, a revolutionary impact on your life. And so thank you so much for joining us today. Mother, Kim, Next Steps Pastor, the, the, the wonderful lady who's sitting to my left. Um, thank you for being a part of this. We want to invite you to join us this Sunday. We are kicking off a new series yes. called Shattered. And this is actually a series that based off my book. I'm for so excited. For those that excited. aren't aware, I wrote a book. And uh, it is uh, going to be coming out in March, but it's exciting that we're doing a series on it here at church. So join us this Sunday, 9 o'clock to 1030 for our live service. And the next third day, third day next third day, spell T-H-U-R <laughs> hyphen D-A-Y, third day, <laughs> next Thursday, join Brad and myself. Well, we will see you. <laughs> Have a great night. <laughs>